Welcome back to another episode of A Recent Study Suggests. I'm your host, Robert, and with me, as always, my co-host, Sam. So what is A Recent Study Suggests for our new listeners out there that may not, you know, that aren't quite familiar with what the podcast is about? So as the name would suggest, it's a podcast about recent studies that kind of have us asking questions like, who funded this and why does this exist? And our goal is to see how we can relate to them, even if just loosely. Yeah, the questions that we're asking, they're not like, you know, I want to know more about this. It's not like, uh, you know, this isn't more, we're not trying to get more knowledge from this. It's more like, why? You know, yeah, why is this study? How, how, did, this, how, did, how did someone get paid to conduct this study? Because it's just that ridiculous. And for today's episode, we're going to be putting on a slightly different hat and we're going to become Mythbusters. Yeah. So today, we'll be debunking the sleep myth. Do people swallow spiders in their sleep? That's definitely something I've heard a lot as, as a kid. And I don't even know where it came from. I just know, I don't even know where I heard it from. I just know that I've heard it, and I guess I've believed it. Up until this point, I would yeah. say that I've believed it. My whole life, I've heard that. And, and like you, I have no idea where it came from. I'm just like, oh, well, this is a fact, so it must be true. Yeah, I'm thinking that someone has someone smarter than me has done the research that's why this this fact i guess now myth but i guess this fact has been out there that i just keep believing keep perpetuating yeah and if i'm asleep while it's happening then maybe i have no idea once i've woken up maybe i've eaten all eight spiders for the year and have no idea it is one of those myths you know like you can't necessarily disprove yourself because you need to be like i guess having a camera while you sleep and recording yourself like this is not something you can do yourself yeah or maybe it's the kind of thing that wakes you from your sleep like ah there's a spider in my mouth and i can feel it on my tongue <laughs> kind of thing <laughs> yeah i feel like there's other like facts or myths out there that maybe you don't you don't necessarily believe but you can prove yourself you can actually conduct that experiment and see whether it is a, a myth and just this the spider one is not the study that we're talking about today it was conducted by the national sleep foundation and it talks about where the rumor started it had to come from somewhere right yeah. That's something we neither one of us know. And like, I guess looking into the study, we able to find out. And it makes sense that our whole lives, we've known the whole eight spider thing to be true because it seems that the myth started in 1993. So there was a magazine article that poked fun at how people are quick to believe fake facts that are written on the internet and in emails. So the author of this magazine just kind of thought of what's a ridiculous thing that I could get people to believe it's got to be something believable too yeah so he decided well i'm gonna make up this fictional story about spiders and how people swallow eight of them a year Hmm. and so by word of mouth it traveled and since then it's just been a fact yeah ironically that this magazine article poking fun at that created the thing that it was making fun of at. it's kind of like a what is it uh you either die a hero or you see yourself long enough to become the villain (laughs) Like that's what happened with this guy. This magazine article he created yeah. a fake fact because he was, he was you know making fun of them, and that fake fact carried on. That's this guy's legacy. That's a pretty cool one. Although I'm sure it's created a bit of arachnophobia for many people. People with arachnophobia definitely believed this. I feel like, and they wouldn't want to be anywhere near spiders. Yeah, it just heightens the fear. Yeah, that they might be around you while you're sleeping. Yeah, spiders they don't really do too much bad, too much damage, but like. They are scary looking, 
you know, they're kind of creepy, you know, creepy, creepy crawly eight legs and kind of makes sense that some people would be like nervous or apprehensive about them. But I think most of the time they're harmless. Yeah. I've never been bitten by a spider personally, and I've never had any scary encounters with a spider. So you're not scared of spiders at all? No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not scared of spiders, but like I do have some sort of apprehension to them. Like I wouldn't want them to... crawling on you. Yeah, I, w- I don't. I don't like saying them. I would like. I wouldn't like even just one crawling on me. Yeah. But I'm not like terrified. I can. I can see them. You know, they're, I'm not scared by them, but I just don't want them on me. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not, that's healthy. Honestly, when I see a spider in my house, I just kind of let them be. Yeah, same here. Yeah, because they don't bother me, and if I don't bother them, then they just. They just kind of hang out there. The thing that doesn't know me about them, though, is their web. Yeah. I hate running into the webs, like just walking around the house or just working at my desk. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, at your house, by the cars, there's always so many spider webs, and they make them so quickly, and they're huge. Yeah, they make they make the web from car to car, so when you're walking between them, you'll walk into <laughs> the spider web. It's so funny. Yeah, you're, you're walking fully into it you're being covered your face everything i had that earlier today even just walking between the cars and i was like nope turning around yeah everyone's always does that like that weird spider web dance where they kind of just fling around and yeah. like, ah, what is on me but the thing is the spiders never get on me it's their webs mm-hmm. so if anything maybe i'm swallowing eight spider webs a year just walking between <laughs> the cars in your house <laughs> that's more likely than me swallowing spiders in my sleep mm-hmm so yeah, it turns out that this is a myth. We do not eat eight spiders a year. It is a myth. And one of the things that this study talks about is that no one actually has any hard data on how many spiders we accidentally swallow while we're sound asleep. And there definitely isn't any hard data proving that we swallow specifically eight a year. Mm-hmm. I feel like this also isn't necessarily a study that people want to do. Like people just heard this fact and they're like, oh, someone else did it. So we don't need to. You know, prove yeah, it or anything. we don't need to test it by putting spiders near our mouth. Yeah, but then when people did the research, like, there's no actual study doing this. Yeah. And so you actually have seen a video where someone did test this. You know, I didn't, I had never seen this video, but earlier today you were watching it. Yeah. Um, when we found this study, it reminded me of a video that I saw on YouTube. So BuzzFeed did um, a video called, Do You Really Swallow Spiders When You Sleep? And in it, the guy, I'm not familiar with his name but he finds a spider expert by the name of diana terranova and she brings six to eight spiders and to recreate the scenario of sleeping in your bed they brought a bed onto the set and diana brought a bunch of spiders and she put them on this man's face he even opened his mouth she put the spiders basically on his tongue i think I think she did. She put one spider on his tongue, and every spider got away from his mouth. Would you do this experiment? Would I do? Would you do it? Would you? If someone told you, "Hey, I want to do an experiment where you lay down in a bed and I put spiders on your face to see if they go in your mouth," would well, you be like, "Okay," or would you be like, "No way! There's, there's spiders. They're gonna bite me." After seeing this video, you know, before before <laughs> seeing the video, I would not have done it. Yeah, probably not. I don't have. I have. I've had a bad experience with an insect getting into my facial region but we can get into that later um yeah i don't think i would but i think this guy was just like let's let's break the myth let's see is it true and it turns out it wasn't i think diana mentioned that the spider will avoid your mouth 
because they see it as like a threat. Yeah, they think it's a. It looks like a predator's mouth. Yeah, you know, that's like a what big she predator. said. Mm-hmm. And so they, and they, they, she tried different ages of. You know, she got a baby spider. She got an older spider. Different types of spiders. None of them wanted to be in the in the mouth because instinctually, it's like avoid that area. Yeah. Because this you know predator is going to eat me. Spiders are smart. Mm-hmm. They're very smart, and so they just avoided his mouth. It was pretty great. Well, let, let's go back to what you just said. You had a bad experience with an insect near your facial region. What does that even mean? <laughs> so, I was sleeping. When was this? Oh my goodness! I think this was around three years ago. Three years ago. Okay, mm-hmm. so 2017-ish. Yeah. So I was sleeping. And I woke up to the feeling of something fluttering in my ear. Something fluttering in your ear, like a mosquito, like uh, not that, not, not, I, not like that wine. Like it was the strangest feeling. It's kind of like if you've ever had water stuck in your ear, mm-hmm. and you're trying to like wiggle your finger around to get the water out, but there's that strange feeling inside of your head, and you just can't get whatever it is out. So I was feeling that. So I was freaking out a little bit. I went to the bathroom. I got a Q-tip and I tried to maybe get whatever was in my ear out. And I swear I felt it like push in. Push, go deeper into your it ear. It got deeper into my ear. How loud did it feel? Did it feel really loud or did it just feel like uncomfortable? Oh, what, it was what did you feel? so loud because it was happening inside of my head. Yeah. So even if you try to cover your ears, you're still hearing it because Mm -hmm. it's already made it into your ear. It was the creepiest feeling. I felt this fluttering. I had no idea what it was, but I was like, there must be a bug in my ear. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't know what to do. And I was like, okay, well maybe I'm just making this up in my head because sometimes I can convince myself that I, that I'm experiencing something that I'm actually not. So I was like, okay, maybe I'm just, I'm just freaking out. So I tried to go back to sleep and obviously I couldn't because the fluttering continued. And so I woke up my mom I told her, I think there's a bug in my ear. And we went to the hospital, and it turns out there was. And it was not a spider. It was a roach. It was a roach. How long were you there at the hospital? I was at the hospital pretty much all night. I think we got there around 11 p.m., and we didn't leave until maybe 5 or 6 a.m. 5 or 6 a.m.? Yeah. Wow. That's a long time at the hospital. It is a long time. what, what was it? Just like a long wait? Could they not get it out? What, was, what took so long? So there was a bit of a wait. Um, but also it took a very long time to get it out of my ear. Mm-hmm. They took... Like tweezers? They took something where they could see inside of my ear. Uh-huh. And the nurse was like, oh, I can see it. It's a bug. She said, <laughs> she, said she saw something brown. And I was like, it's a roach. I know it's a roach. Mm-hmm. And um, it took a lot of pulling... I think they used something like tweezers. Honestly, I don't even remember. I just remember the pain because it was so close to my eardrum. Yeah. Like the roach, oh, this is so gross. <laughs> the roach had nowhere else to go because of the way that it entered. Mm-hmm. It couldn't turn around it, and come back it out. It couldn't turn around. So it just kept going and going and going <laughs> further into my head. Um, the only thing that they could do was put like some kind of gel solution into my ear to kill it. Yeah, and you t- you've told me this story before, but like that wasn't their first instinct. The f- they they tried for a while to actually try to get it out, you know, with tweezers, but mm-hmm. instead of killing it first. Yeah. So you were dealing with the pain not only of the tweezers trying to go in, but of the roach 
trying to get away from the tweezers. Yeah. It, oh my goodness. Yes, you're right. It was like trying to essentially run away. So every time they would try to poke into my ear, the roach would try to get away from it and like get further into my head. And I remember screaming and crying. It was so painful. But yeah, they ended up using a gel solution to kill it. And That's the first thing they should have done. It would have made things way much easier. And Robert, I'm telling you, I could feel it dying. I could feel it dying in my head. Was it just like wiggling its feet a bunch? Yeah, it was. Like it was moving frantically at mm-hmm. first, like trying to get away because it was struggling in there. I imagine there wasn't much space for it to breathe getting right. further into my head. But then it started slowing down and then it stopped. How long How long did it take? Do you know? Could, for it to die? Yeah. Can you even imagine it or were you just in so much pain? That, like, um, I was in a lot of pain, but I think it took around... 15 to 20 minutes for it to die. 15 to 20 minutes. Okay, that's a long time. I thought it may be less than five minutes. That's what no, I thought. It took a while. I remember being in pain for a very long time, crying, and so many nurses coming in and like, oh, my, I'll have the magic hand to <laughs> get the roach out. I remember there was one nurse in particular who was very adamant about like she was going to be the one to get it out. And I remember her just digging and digging, and it hurt so bad. And I don't think she was even the nurse to finally get it out. She was just like, I'm getting it out of her. And that's it. It became sort of a game to them. It was. Um, yeah, but finally it came out. There was a very nice lady who how, got it out. How did it, how did they get it out? Still was it tweezers? I thought they used like sort of like suction thing. I don't really know what it was. Because at that point, like I was in so much pain. I was tired. The roach is dead in my ear. And it's dead because of this gel solution that is also in my ear. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot happening. But there was one nurse who finally got it out. And I saw its nasty body. Nasty roach body. And it was probably like maybe three-fourths of an inch long. Mm -hmm. Which is pretty standard roach size for if you've ever had a roach in your house. Yeah, like like a small roach, not like a big... You know, yeah. big cockroach. It's like, you know, house roach. Oh, thank goodness it wasn't. A, well, maybe if it was a large one, it would have been easier. Easier to get out. Or maybe if it was that it large, it wouldn't even yeah. been able to enter. Um, but yeah, I finally, or the nurse finally got it out. And I was left with an awful pain. Mm-hmm. And my ear then became infected. Yeah, you got infected. So you had to. Take- I had to take antibiotics after that. And after that for, I think I stopped sleeping with pillows or blankets over my ears about a year ago so i was really scared that it was going to happen again i did not want to experience that ever again so i would cover my ears every night because of that mm-hmm. what happened when you went home did you um were you able to go to sleep because what time did you get back five six a.m you said yeah it was like very early in the morning honestly after that it was all blur <laughs> i had gel I, imagine so. I had weird gel in my ear it was some kind of poison Obviously, it didn't harm me, but yeah, I had that going on. The pain was pretty bad, and the recovery, it took a while. Mm-hmm. It took a while. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it took a few weeks for my ear to finally go back to normal, all because of a roach. Not because of a spider. Not because of a spider. It's because of a roach. I you know, I feel like the doctors and nurses, I feel like they made it worse. I really feel like if they would have done with the gel solution first, they could have saved you from a lot of pain and just really loud banging in your yeah. ear hindsight though i don't think that they often had people coming into the emergency room because they had a roach in their ear mm-hmm. i was one of those oddities like ah, 
Like you hear about it in the news and you're like, oh, thank goodness it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't had something as serious like that, but I definitely have eaten a roach before. <laughs> you mentioned this just casually right before we started recording and I'm like, what? You've never told me this before. Yeah. I mean, there's really, it's not much of a story. I was in my, in, while sleeping, I felt something crawl like on my cheek and like, Ugh. I, I guess my mouth was a little bit open and I kind of felt it then like I was able to feel it so uh, it woke me up and it just like got into the corner of my mouth and I just swallowed because I also felt like I had saliva. It's so funny that instinctually you swallowed the thing until that was entering your mouth. And it, it wasn't until after I swallowed it I'm like that was probably a roach and I just swallowed a roach. Oh my goodness. <laughs> when was this? Do you remember? I have no idea. Several years ago. You know but. But that's the kind of memory that doesn't leave you. Yeah. That you just accidentally swallow a roach. So you've swallowed a roach, but you've never swallowed a spider. Now that I'm aware of, not a spider. You know, I don't think they'd want to go into my mouth. You know, they're, they're scared. Of, they yeah. Think I'm gonna eat spiders them. are smart. You know, if anything, what we've learned today is that spiders are very smart and roaches are not. Yeah, I think the it, the roaches are the real like invaders. Roaches will go into all of your human holes. <laughs> so cover up. <laughs> they're a nuisance. But uh, while researching this uh, spider myth, I came across an article. Maybe it reminded me of this article that I came across. I think this happened in May of this year where I think it was three kids. Uh, I think they were like 12, 10, and 8. They let a black widow spider bite them because they thought it would make it would turn them into a superhero or turn them into Spider-Man. Yeah, they thought that they would de- develop some form of power and it's just kind of like that i don't know i guess sort of myth but not really but like you know you kind of you see it and so you kind of believe it or you want to believe it yeah i think that that also just kind of ties into their innocence they were very young mm-hmm. but so, I, I don't know there's a 12 year old i feel like the 12 year old should definitely know better yeah yeah <laughs> yeah because they let this black widow spider and this is actual uh, a dangerous spider they ended up in the hospital you sent me this this article actually and According to National Geographic, black widow spiders have venom 15 times more powerful than a rattlesnake's. That's how dangerous they are. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty dangerous. And I think the thing is that for a normal adult, maybe it wouldn't be so like life-threatening, but it's the the children and like elderly that mm-hmm. if they get bit with this, it could it could hurt them. And they You're did. Right. They were in the hospital. They were in the hospital for how long? Yeah, they were in the hospital for a full week after this. Yeah, I think they they suffered like fever, tremor, like muscle pain. Mm-hmm. That just sounds bad. Uh, I feel sorry for these kids. You know, it's they're kind of dumb. Yeah, you know, partly they are partly dumb, but I also feel bad for them. You know, you don't want them to be hurt. I I think we could let this be a lesson to everyone. Now that this story is out there, don't let spiders bite you, or don't see. It's not that they let the spiders bite them. These black widows only bite in self defense. So don't make a spider bite you by like flicking it or poking at it or throwing it onto your friend yeah don't don't scare the spider into biting you i think that goes for any animal that maybe is a superhero like ant-man don't let ants bite you oh my goodness yeah definitely not i've had lots of ant bites in my life and i don't have any weird ant-man superpowers unfortunately mm-hmm. maybe the, maybe the smallness but i don't think that's a superhero power uh, maybe that's why you're short because you, you have so many ants bite you <laughs> there's the source it's not my (laughs) genetics so going back to the swallowing eight spiders a year thing 
in the same way that children want to believe being bitten by a black widow will turn them into a spider-man-like hero do you think that people want to believe they swallow eight spiders a year because maybe it's cool or maybe they all get cool spider-man-like powers no i would think it's it's gross i feel like if you eat any any sort of bug eating your sleeve would be gross i don't think people want that to be true i've heard that with everything that we eat there is a certain percentage of bug included Mm -hmm. so maybe it, it wouldn't be so bad if this now we know it's a myth but if we did swallow eight spiders a year maybe it wouldn't be so bad do you want it to be true? Because it kind of sounds like you want it to be true. I mean, it's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cool. Especially if, you know, if if it was true that swallowing a spider or being bitten by a spider turns you into a superhero like Spider-Man. There'd be too many webs around the world. We, we run into too many webs. Me, specifically. Because yeah. there's a bunch of spiders where I live. Uh, I don't need to run into any more. And, you know, it's crazy with how many spiders that are outside your house i don't think i ever see them enter your house it's never been an issue oh there, there's some spiders there's a spider in this room by the windowsill that has a web that has like a few flies in it i just <laughs> let, i just leave it there yeah yeah because you know spiders are actually kind of nice to have around and like i said before whenever i see a spider in my house i just let it be in fact they catch the roaches so the roaches never enter my mouth like they did with you <laughs> or my ear or through your ear so if anything the spiders are protecting me so the moral of the story is leave the spiders alone in your house get rid of the roaches because the roaches will get into all of your face holes and that is not okay yeah it's not okay don't let them get near your your facial region yep i've never heard it described as that but i guess that's how you describe it, your facial region or face holes your face holes i think i like face holes better so yeah, I think that's it for this episode. It's a short one, but there's really not much to discuss other than the fact that, no, we don't actually eat eight spiders a year. Nope. And spiders maybe aren't all that bad. It's the roaches you need to avoid. Oh yeah, definitely roaches. And you know, spiders are protectors, like you said. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what they are. But have you guys had any spider incidents or have you ever eaten a bug? Maybe you can be part of a study where this is actually proven right, that maybe <laughs> we actually do eat swallows on spiders. Yeah, maybe. Or if bugs creep you out and you don't want to talk about them entering your face holes and you find a different study that you'd rather talk about, you can email it to us at a recent study suggests at gmail.com. Yeah, or you can send it our way on Twitter or just follow us on Instagram. We are at a recent study pod. And be sure to rate us five stars on wherever you're listening to us from and leave it a review. Leave a positive review. Not just leave not just give us five stars. Give us, you know, let us know that we're that we're filling your ears with entertainment. Yeah. Not with roaches or any <laughs> creepy crawlies. And if you're also enjoying what we're doing, be sure to share us with a friend or small podcast, and that's the best way for us to grow. And I think that's it. Until next time. Bye. Bye.